Takeaway times. We have so many notes here. Uh, we, have you been seeing Tim's typing, and I'm on, on my iPad here. Let's go. Tim, yeah. take us away. Sounds good. Chat GPT hasn't replaced us yet. <laughs> so um, we started off with, you know, um, would it be bad to do just a, a technical data strategy and sort of technical data strategy versus business data strategy? And uh, you were very firm in the camp of, yes, it would be bad just to do a technical data strategy and only to think of data strategy through that lens. And so, like, what would that be? What would, you know, technical data strategy be? It would be like uh, hyper focus on the data infrastructure and the tooling and the platforms and the architectures and not tying it to the business outcomes. So uh, we, we talked about an example of, uh, you know, the lake house architecture, you know, data lake eventually kind of evolved into the lake house, right? Um, oh, everyone is doing it. You know, we have an out of date, uh, you know, SQL server, you know, it's cooler, it's more modern. Um, let's just migrate all of the same stuff that we already have onto a new platform and, you know, tap into the magical power of big data. Um, you know, unfortunately, that approach did not work well. Um, and, uh, you know, retrospectively, we should have seen it happen, right? Uh, we should have we should have knew it, but we didn't. I think we're smarter now. But, you know, Joe Reese probably said it best on LinkedIn, as you mentioned, you know, it was the lost decade, we jumped onto the next big thing. Uh, we jumped all into the big data thing. And, you know, and, and we, we, we saw what came out of that. Salespeople made a lot of money selling tech and services with the valued income. <laughs> so uh, do's and don'ts, three things, top line growth, Bottom line growth, aka reducing cost, and then risk mitigation. You mentioned that those are the three things. You have to communicate how your tech investments are going to impact those three things. What are the tangible benefits? What is your business data strategy, right? Um, really, like, you're, you know, you, you had mentioned in your own story, right? You were talking to the salespeople and they were talking about customers. They were talking about how to get the customers, how to get more of them, customer journey mapping, products, how to get, make better products. These are the elements around the business and around the business data, uh, the business strategy. And the business data strategy is how data helps you accomplish those things, right? To get more customers, to get better products, happier customers. People need to talk about data the way the business talks about the business, aka in terms of the business. Mm -hmm. um, and we talked about, um, you know, enablement and engagement. How do you engage around performance, business literacy, which is really important here. Um, and uh, we need to sell that to the stakeholders. Data teams need to get better at selling. Communicate what your team is doing outwardly. Juan, what about you? All right. Well, we got the seat at the table. We talked a lot about this today. Um, you're, if you have a seat at the table, it's because you're a trusted partner, right? You're being asked to be in the meeting because a critical decision needs to be made, and they can't make that decision without you. If you're in the room and you're not providing value, you will be kicked out of that room if you just start talking about servers and data quality and whatever, right? So how do you know that this isn't working? How do you know that it is working? Is that word of mouth. People start talking. They want to go talk to you. Like people you didn't know are reaching out to you. Uh, so then there's this difference between people coming to you that they already have a solution and they just need you to do it versus they have an outcome and a desire to partner with you. And this is a big aha moment for me was this differentiation of if it's they come with knowns, very tactical. If they come with unknowns, it's strategic. And we don't know if it's going to go work. And that's the differentiation. So ask yourself, are you, are they, are, are you, are folks coming to you with known things or unknowns? By the way, if it's unknown, you still need to go execute around this. Mm -hmm. Talking about getting buy-in. If the problem resonates with leaders, then it's a, and it's a problem for them, they will buy in. Uh, 
otherwise it's not a if it's not a problem for them then they won't really care but buying will be hard so if buying is hard that means that it's a problem that they don't really care about maybe it's a problem for you but maybe others don't care about it so if you have a solution to a problem if you have a solution to a problem that they have of course they will want that as you said like nobody's gonna say no i don't want your solution here for my problem if if your proposal is about something that folks don't really care about or it's probably too small because they're focused on something bigger then that's also probably the wrong thing. <laughs> There's all these signals out there, right? If you're having a project or set up a project, but people are even coming to your meetings, signals, signals right there. So kind of a, a, a takeaway for me personally is like, just go find the signals, right? There's so many obvious signals right there. Will they make time for you? Are they calling you back, right? Get just think about it if you're dating in your personal life. Uh, same type of signals will apply here. Uh, building a business data strategy. How do you do that? Hey, if there's a one pager or slide deck from your business strategy uh, out there, go take that. Understand it. Tie it to your business strategy, the corporate goals, the corporate initiatives, the operational excellent initiatives within your organization. Check out the public reporting documents, the earnings call. Like that's the strategy right there simplified and publicly available look how the ceo talks they talk about growth they talk about quarter over quarter expansion about new geographies learn to speak that language and we wrapped up our conversations about data leaders and say heck if cdo tenure is only 18 months then they or those organizations may be hiring the wrong people is it the role is it the wrong people or i mean th this is something that we need to start asking ourselves how long does it take to truly be a competent cdo that's another thing that we should all be asking ourselves too. Uh, if you don't know how to leverage your, le your levers to improve the business, you're going to be out. So if you really are striving to have that CDO title, there's a lot of expectations. And we have this balance between uh, the CDO with technical experience or, or business experience. And let's remember that not all data experience is treated equal. Um, and then sometimes, hey, organizations don't know some, what they need out of that CDO. How did we do? Anything we missed? Oh, you got it. I mean, I think big one's just the one where it's just intentionality, right? Like we have to be intentional. A lot of times no one's going to ask us to do this. We have to do it ourselves and kind of have you know, the internal um, fortitude just to kind of be trailblazers and pioneers. Um, so we have to go out and do it ourselves because few people will make us or force us. We have to do it ourselves. Love that as a closing thought. So wrap up, throw it back to you. Three questions. What's your advice? You already gave us some relationship advice too. So. <laughs> What's advice? Who should we invite next? And what resources do you follow? Um, what was the advice? Mm -hmm. um, I, I would say the advice is to learn as much about the business, right? The top three questions I always talk about is, you know, why does your business exist? Like what value do they provide in the marketplace? Um, how do they make money, right? How do they, you know, get, you know, bring in revenue? Uh, third one is what's the operating model, right? So how do they actually you know, bring people together to deliver on the value proposition and make money? So I think if you follow those three questions, that's a big one. Um, people, um, I don't know if you've, I think you've talked with Samaya Rahman. Um, she's a she's a person I would say, um, that I, know, I think I met at DGIQ, we kind of talked on LinkedIn um, that I would definitely recommend, um, who's kind of another, kind of very, has very great ideas on data in this industry um resources i mean I, I think podcasts are huge one thing i'm digging into now is is rev ops so revenue ops um it's a lot of a lot of podcasts around like um you know sales marketing customer service all those types of things um that really kind of help 
know, drive revenue to the business. So I think understanding those kind of functions will, I think, help the data team out a lot in terms of how we bring this business value. That's cool. I, I didn't realize there were dedicated podcasts on RevOps, but I mean, there's dedicated podcasts about everything. everything so. right <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was surprised. I looked it up. There's like 10 of them. Nice. And, and to close up, as uh, we like to say here, um, show me the money. This is LinkedIn user, which I know it's uh, Mark Kisson, who's uh, just probably woke up because he's uh, uh, another loyal listener all the way from Perth. Australia. So it's probably, I don't know, six o'clock in the morning. So <laughs> good morning. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, before we wrap up uh, next week, we have Ari Kaplan, who is the original Moneyball guy. He's a, uh, he's uh, the head of uh, evangelism at Databricks. So it's going to be a really interesting conversation. And then after that, we'll have Alexa Westlake from Okta continuing the conversation about data value. After that, you and me, we're going to be uh, on the other side of the pond. We have uh, some interesting stuff going around. Uh, we'll, we're figuring that out ourselves right now. Yeah, mid-September, we're going to be in the UK and also in uh, Amsterdam. Yeah. So it should be fun. Fun. And with that, Aaron, thank you. Thank you so much. It was a phenomenal conversation. We've uh, really excited. We finally got to do this. Uh, excited. We finally got to meet in person a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, and as always, thanks to Data World who lets us do this every Wednesday. We keep doing this. This is year four. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, awesome. cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers, guys. Thank you.